106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. and look around once in a while, you could miss it. There's no crying in baseball! Keep the change, you filthy animal. Welcome to the Popcorn Lung Podcast. I'm Madison. And I'm Cameron. And this is actually our first podcast, and we were not anticipating much to come from this, but we'll see where this goes. Probably nowhere. (laughs) So in this podcast, we'll be talking about movies. We see movies all the time, and we always think things about them, and we want to talk about it. We talk about it with each other, but... Well, now we're going to talk about it with each other, but except on a microphone, which... We think other people should hear how... Might be sad. I don't know. (laughs) How wonderful our (laughs) thoughts are on these movies. Yeah, our opinions are so good that you deserve to hear them. We're practically professional critics. And if you're wondering about the name, popcorn lung is apparently some kind of disease you can get from breathing in too much popcorn dust, which we probably will get someday. Hopefully not. Anyway. Okay, so uh, today's podcast, what we want to talk about is the worst movies of 2017. And we saw a lot of movies in 2017. Thanks to the use of Movie Pass, which if you don't have Movie Pass, it's... This is not a promotion. This is not a <laughs> this sponsored This is not a sponsored podcast. podcast. No, but... I just love MoviePass so we, much. Yeah. It's like less than $10 a month. Well, it's $10 a month per person. Nine ninety five. Anyway, Come it's on. about $10 a month per person. And basically, you can go see unlimited movies, or like one per day. Um, and it's pretty awesome. So go check MoviePass out. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the worst movies that we saw in 2017. We saw some good movies, but we also saw some really, really terrible movies. Um, and so we kind of wanted to go through and just talk about those movies. Yeah. So... The first movie that we're going to talk about is... Flatliners. Flatliners, 2017. Flatliners. I have not seen the original Flatliners. Apparently Everyone says it's, it's good. it's really amazing. I can't imagine it being very good because this one sucked so bad. In the words of my dad, he's like, no, no, man. Y'all, y'all got to see the original. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the original is not some <laughs> yeah. like like cinematic Who, standard. Who's the guy in it that's... Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this movie, if you don't know, this movie is basically about these teenagers who discover, I guess they're in college, but whatever, they're in med school, um, and they discover like how to basically go to the brink of death and then revive themselves just before um, they officially die. And eventually, Challenge. like all these, eventually all these like weird things kind of start happening. And um, the biggest problem with this movie is that literally, well, actually there's a few. One, it is some of the worst acting ever. The acting is absolutely terrible. There's the dude from who, he's in Rogue One, the there's Star also, Wars movie, yeah. and he somehow is He's in that, and he's okay. He is terrible in this movie. It makes no sense. There's also Nina Dobrev, who was in Degrassi, and I've ne- also which I've Vampire never, Diaries. No, two things which I <laughs> am proud to say I've never watched. You didn't watched. watch Degrassi? Come on. I saw, there's <laughs> like lying. one, I've seen the one with like the school shooting or something. Yeah, I think, I think she was, was probably so in that era. Isn't that where Drake got shot? Is that, that the, was Drake he the one did who, get shot by the guy who he had like chicken feathers on him or something because he was being that. bullied. He's like literally in a wheelchair in the show because he got shot in a school shooting. Yeah, ouch. Yeah, the storyline's kind of a little bit heavy. But anyway, so Flatliners. 
So where the movie like really went wrong for me is that it didn't know what it wanted to no. be. No. It literally started out as sort like, of a... It was hilarious. Well, it started out as sort of like this interesting like, oh, this is an interesting concept. And yeah. it turned into like a horror movie. But it was so predictable. Literally, I'm sitting here. Yes. I'm like in the theater with Madison. I go, someone's hand is about to go boom. No, and not only sure that, enough, but we like... Did. We could predict the lines that they were going to say. Yeah, it was very predictable and it was just terrible. And I'm trying to remember, I don't know spoilers, even though I don't recommend you see that movie, but I think that the ending was terrible and I can't remember what it was. It was awful. Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. Are we allowed to say it? Yeah. They end up in a bar and they like toast to the dead person. (laughs) Oh yeah. They have (laughs) a friend who dies and they're like, one less toast to our dead friend. And it's like, what? Remember when the guy, didn't he lose his hand or something? Yeah. Somehow that was not addressed. There's like a demon baby that was like aborted in the movie, which is just like super weird. Like the whole thing is just a weird There's so many different different storylines that were not readdressed. They would introduce something and then never come back to it. Yeah. So, uh, I give that movie a 5 out of 10. Mm. I mean, it's not the worst movie Four I've ever seen. Is the okay. highest I'll go. So, the next movie is Happy Death Day, which was better than Flatliners, but also really dumb. So, it's, a, it's Groundhog Day, <laughs> except for a girl wakes up, or she dies. She dies. And then, like, wakes up. Yeah. Every day after she gets killed by some guy in a weird mask, and um, I don't know. There were some, there were some like twists or whatever. But there were some really weird scenes. Like suddenly, it would go from being scary, sort of the same problem Flatliners had, where it go from being kind of scary, I guess, like you know they're trying to make it scary, to all of a sudden, literally, she's like, "I'm walking in campus naked," and it's yeah, like, and what? winking and doing the handguns and stuff. It's yeah. It there were funny moments. But there were also Barely. cringy moments. Lots. Most of the funny moments were cringy moments because it was supposed to be a horror movie. But yeah, or it was like it supposed was... to be a comedy horror, I guess. But it, was I... it? I thought it was listed as thriller. I could be wrong. Well, it definitely wasn't like. <laughs> well, it was not thrilling. <laughs> the concept was interesting for like ten minutes, and then you're like, okay, this actually sucks. Um, I give Happy Death Day. Uh, it was five actually. And a half out of 10. You know what? It wasn't. It wasn't a great movie because the storyline was just so strange. And again, with the opening up something, but then never going back to it. And I mean, that happened in the film too. But it was actually entertaining because it was so stupid. It was almost like watching The Room because no, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't think so at all. It to me, The Room is so bad that it's good. This was so bad that it's bad. Like. It, there were like the, the redeeming it's moments. It's fun to make fun of, though. But it was like, to me, it wasn't the kind of movie where it's like, oh, you can sit and make fun of it. It was like, man, this is kind of like getting boring. Like, there were parts mm-hmm. where I was like, I'm ready for this to end. That's how I felt about, well, and the, that, ending the was movie a total that I'm cop thinking out. of is definitely not on this list, but. Well, what movie are you thinking? Downsizing. Gosh, that was so disappointing. I really yeah. wanted that movie to that be, be amazing, here. but it, it was very disappointing. The trailers of Downsizing pretty much showed all the good stuff. And then, like, what they don't show, it turns into, like... A save the world type, save, like... Save the... Save, save the, the mini people. Save the mini Mexicans, literally. That's what it literally turned into. It's all the Mexican people who are in that cardboard box. No. Yeah, and they all speak Spanish. What? No. That's what it all was. I wanted to see... I guess we're talking about downsizing now. I wanted to see more of their tiny life. 
like that was what that's what was interesting to me about it is like oh what an interesting concept like how do like the big people interacting with the little people but it turned into it literally got to the point where the creator was like and now the world is dying and you're like wait what yeah, you think it's gonna be a funny movie because the concept is so like funny yeah i guess I, it was kind of a bold concept for a hollywood movie to take because it definitely seemed like Honey, it was, I it was the kids that's what yeah. i was thinking it was gonna be like it was like it an was out of the not. box kind of concept there was, however there was one part that had me like laughing and i couldn't stop and there was a lady in the theater who kept laughing when all those people go into the <laughs> go into the tunnel and they're like once the bomb explodes or whatever, it will seal the door because it, like the rubble will come and like mm-hmm. collapse. Oh, and it's yeah, like that part. It's literally, that that, part it's literally like a little pop rock goes and like this little pebble goes and like it's so anticlimactic, but like that's what is like sealing the door yeah. of eternity. That actually was funny, but other than that, um, yeah, it wasn't that that good. I'd probably give downsizing. I give it a six out of ten. It was all right. Mm, yeah, six out of ten. Okay, so the next movie is a movie Madison did not see, but I saw it. And oh my gosh, this movie has gotten rave reviews, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I actually fell asleep through part of it, and that is Blade Runner 2049. I think the number is 2049. That's what I wrote down. Um, it's like sacrilegious to say that that movie was terrible, considering all the people good think reviews that it we is got. absolutely amazing. Now I'll say visually, it was a really good movie, but I am not kidding. There was a freaking scene where Ryan Gosling is standing there, and he's unwrapping this thing i don't want to like spoil it okay he's literally you guys have no idea how many times i've heard because it was so bad he literally unwraps it for like i want to say five minutes but i'll I'll be like literal probably a minute and a half and it's like the music is swelling and but you already know what's in it so it's like this is so dumb most of the movie was ryan gosling in a silent place looking around like ominously it was good when Harrison Ford got into it. There was a cool action scene. There were some really cool concepts, like his digital girlfriend who's a hologram. That was pretty cool. But um, other than that, well, and I, no spoilers, but they kind of turn away from that and focus more on the long extended shots where it's like, okay. The, the Blu-ray of this is going to have like a thousand scenes. Because it's going to be like, here's a scene of him walking into this building. Like, that's a whole scene, is him getting from his car and walking 10 steps into the building. And like, looking around, and it's snowing. Anyway, I thought Blade Runner 2049 was awful. It was so boring. Um, And people were like, But the visuals were Oh, the visuals were awesome. It's just like a video game. To me, the graphics aren't as important as the actual, like, story. story Or like, in games, it'd be gameplay, but it's my, my enjoyment. I didn't enjoy the movie at all. Um... It didn't help that I was in a recliner seat. You I could fall asleep. Took a little nap. Very easily. Anyway, I would give Blade Runner 2049 a 6.5 out of 10. 6.5? Yeah. You make it sound like you hate the movie, but you get it. I do you for give it a, a good D. Like, that's, for, a, that's a great D well, movie. It's like not, it's like barely passing. Like, for the amount of hype that it got. And when I saw the trailers, I was like, this is going to be great. Like, that big Atari logo that they have in there. I was like, this is so cool. And then it just turned out to be utter trash. Anyway. I've got a couple good movies written down here. Oh, yeah. We won't talk about those right now. But um, let's go to this next awful movie, which is, you can say it. Yeah, it's it's Pitch Perfect 3. This was your movie that which, you picked out yeah, for us to see. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I enjoyed Pitch Perfect 1 and 2, more specifically Pitch Perfect 1. And then I really Pitch did Perfect not. 2 came out. It was good. I enjoyed it. Definitely liked Pitch Perfect 1 better. 
And I didn't really have high hopes for Pitch Perfect 3, but I know that it's got a huge fan base. So fans were really looking forward to seeing this movie and expecting like a hilarious storyline. Here's the here's it, the it tragedy. Here's the tragedy of cinema. We have a Pitch Perfect trilogy before we have an Incredibles 2. <laughs> yeah, what? Okay, that's messed up. That is messed up. But Pitch Perfect 3 um, let's see. Pitch Perfect 1 did a really good job of giving all of the characters a storyline and but but not leaving it to your imagination. It was like you you knew what was going on with the characters and it was funny because of that. You knew how quirky the characters were. Pitch Perfect 2 uh it kind of it kind of straight away too. from that. And then Pitch Perfect 3 there were so many storylines that, that I, you guys can probably tell that that's a pet peeve of mine. That storylines not being followed well, they, or they, like opening up opportunities but not actually going for it. It's that really like, bothers me. So they tried to do some character development with Fat Amy by giving her a backstory sort of in a dad. Which was funny. I thought it was but, terrible. It was like a paper thin. It was crappy. And it was like her dad played by John Lithgow who's like a great actor. How did he get wrangled into this? This movie is awful. The only redeeming quality of this movie is some of the music. And overall, yeah. the music wasn't even that good. I know. Everyone was like, oh, wow, the music in this one is better than the rest. No. The first one had the best music. What I thought was funny is how when we were in the theater, it's literally a theater of girls. Yes. I'm like one of the only guys in there. And it was funny to see, like, this was the girl version of Star Wars, almost. Like, I know girls hey, like Star Wars. I love Star I'm, Wars. But I'm, what I'm saying is, like, this was Star Wars for girls in a sense where it's like, oh, this is a movie that we love. Well, and the and reason all we there, went to see it was, it was because was I had students invite me to come and see it and then Cameron tagged along too. But Yeah, begrudgingly. But we had a movie was, pass, so I figured why not. It was interesting because the movie starts and, you know, they're older. They're not in school anymore. So, and you know that from the commercials, so I'm not really spoiling anything because... And can there really be spoilers for Pitch Perfect? I guess not. Um, but... Then they just kind of all come together again. But there's so many questions that you have that are not answered or addressed. And well, they like bring the up love lines, there's like the guy with Anna Kendrick, the the British man. Oh, yeah. So weird. So not the guy himself, but like the storyline between them. And the he two. was like a lookalike it's of so Ben weird. from Parks and Yes. Rock. They literally got the, they they got exactly the knockoff. The What's that guy's name? Adam something, I think is his real name. Anyway, they got the knockoff Ben from Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, no, it was terrible. And I was going to say before when I was talking about Fat Amy, like this is what bothers me is that they tried to give depth to a character that really has no depth. She's literally there to make raunchy jokes. Like that's her character. Yes. At a certain point, her being like, yeah, let's all play with all boobs. You're like, okay, this is like not funny. Well, okay. You're, that's and then the all, two... you're, all you say is like these yeah. weird Where, What are they called? The two people that uh, kind of... What, an announcer? Like the two oh, announcers? yeah. Oh Is that what you gosh. would call them? Yeah. Okay, so throughout both movies, or the first two movies, the announcers are super raunchy. The first movie, it was hilarious because we know, we were, intro we're being introduced to these characters. Well, it's not necessarily raunchy. So it's funny. Even. It's like they're, they're like kind mm. of poking fun just at the Bellas or whatever. It's well, like they're like the Well, no, they do have raunchy. Well, okay, but they're like the, they're like. A, a live action version of the two old guy Muppets who are like up in the yeah, season. It's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like making fun of yeah. people. But but so then the second movie, I, I forget how many sexist jokes were made, but there feminist. were a lot. Or, 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm not kidding. saying that. I'm, I'm just kidding. saying that's kind of the the uh, route that they were taking with the two of them. Like, how many sexist jokes can the guy make? Yes, it was very and one how, note. Yeah. So, but then in the third movie, I was like, surely they'll stray away from that. No. It was the same joke over and over again about how women are, like, less than men or whatever. But Game. then the woman, get, you know, somehow overcomes the man. But it's not funny after the tenth time in one movie. And so, literally, the, the first joke he made... People laughed in the audience. Yeah. But by the last joke he oh, made. Oh, that last one that he made. No one laughed. Yeah. It no was, one even made a noise. It was actually, it was, like, it was actually it was cringy, so cringy. Because like no you're one like, laughed. This guy, he's an, this is a real person and he's really acting. I imagine him sitting in the theater as they're watching this movie and reviewing it and him like squirming in his seat like, oh, this is so not yeah, funny. This next joke is coming up. And- well, and they were totally shoehorned in there anyway because it's like, oh, how do we get the announcers there? Oh, they're making yeah. a documentary. And yeah. it's like, those characters aren't necessary. But anyway, we talked. A, we just spent a lot of time talking about Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> so I would say that those overall were the worst movies that we saw in 2017. Well, those are the worst movies that we saw that we have record of because of Movie Pass. We get to see our history of movies so this isn't even all the the terrible movies you really sound like you're advertising i'm really not well maybe i am movie pass you want to sponsor us oh here's one that we forgot to talk about though was jigsaw because we saw jigsaw we did see jigsaw and i would put ladybird on the no ladybird is so good let's we'll talk about those really quick well i want first let me talk about jigsaw that movie was garbage okay that was horrible with a horrible twist at the end First of all, I couldn't even stand the main character. The point here's the, the thing: the way that he looks is just not not necessarily his. The point of a saw movie is the gore. Okay, as horrible as that sounds, literally the point is like some slasher film where it's like, oh, you see someone's head blow up. They would cut away from the violence, and so it's like, okay, so now what is like luring me in? Well, the story sucks and it makes no sense. Like. It made no sense. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about Jigsaw. I just want to throw that in there and say it sucked. I give Jigsaw like a 2 out of 10. It was terrible. Uh, it was really bad. Yeah, it was bad. But at least we had popcorn. Now, Ladybird. Oh, my gosh. This was like... You actually... You said that you liked the movie. No, afterwards. I didn't. That's why I'm confused. No, I said it was okay. You really it liked it. It was really good. And by okay, like to me, it's a 6 out of 10. I definitely like Ladybird. It was no three billboards outside of Ebony, Okay, Missouri. three billboards is probably my favorite movie of 2017. Yeah, it might be mine too. Yeah. No, actually. Nah, Star Wars. Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about our movies. Okay. Really, Star Wars? Not not me. I like Star Wars. A lot of Star. I had a problem. Because I had I a lot of problems with Star Wars. I have a giant crush on Kylo Ren. We'll do a separate podcast about Star Wars because okay. I'll I'll go into that. But anyway, um, my problem with Lady Bird was that it was the it was it was like a mumblecore movie where it's like everybody is angsty and it, the story goes nowhere. I mean, it doesn't go there's there's essentially no point in the entire movie. Um, yeah, it is. It's supposed to show the. Yeah, I think it's supposed to highlight the angst that some teenagers go through, especially. It's like reflecting upon millennial teenagers where they're going through all these. I I hate millennial teenagers. I do not I want to watch a movie that. where the entire thing is millennial but teenagers. It's like it was just horrible. It was bringing up a bunch of different things that Sia Sharonin was going through. I forget what her character. Sia Sharonin. That's the actress's name. Wow. See Lady the fact Bird. that you even know that. I, I don't even know. That girl was the only good thing about that movie. She was a decent actress. She's a really good actress. Everything else, like there's these random storylines. It's like all of a sudden. By the way, dad suffers with depression, and it's like, wait, what? Like, 
Okay. Oh, all of a sudden, your I boyfriend's was, secretly gay. I thought it was very. What? Off- I thought it was very authentic. These are things that people actually experience. Yeah, but, it went, but it went literally nowhere. It's life. I, I live there, life. Well, I don't. I don't. I understand I, that. I, I could. But I could like literally videotape. I thought it was very artistic. Two months of my life, and I thought it was watch very, that and be like, oh, that's it. I thought Didn't it was very anywhere. artistic. It just kind of it was raw and it was you know unfiltered. And I thought it was interesting to watch this girl experience life. And I thought it was you trying know, there, too hard. There wasn't any. There wasn't like a, da ha. She became the most popular girl at school, or you know, she's this uber successful person yeah that's no, what i'm saying just nothing like, happened anyway yeah it was just you like that it was interesting I, and you know it what but really i like and... there are movies that i like that really you're kind of like well nothing really happened like dan in real life with steve carell i love that movie right that movie and that's kind of that same sort of tone i guess but it's more i guess it had more heart to me this felt very shallow and like drab and it felt like it, they were the characters were unlikable mm-hmm. i did not like any of the characters i liked Lady Bird. Oh. Anyway, uh, I guess that is our our movie recap, our worst movies of 2017. And I'm sure that we forgot some movies there. Um, Although Lady Bird should not have been on that list. I don't know why. Well, I put it on there anyway. We'll put it at 50-50. And, and I'm close to putting some scenes of the new Star Wars on that list. Yeah. But we'll talk about the new yeah. Star Wars later. So um, tune in next time to hear our 2017 best movies. Bye. 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 <laughs>